Welcome to Digital Cryptids Presents RNGG Finally and Z3. I'm Cassidy, and I'm tired, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash. I just got done working six days in a row, and my pronouns are they, them. Yes, you are definitely more tired than I am, but I am just... Having finished editing the Nintendo E3 thing literally just before we started podcasting today, yeah. like I'm just like... I had, I had gotten over the E3 funk, and now it's back, and I'm like, okay, I just need to finish this one last one, and I can go. Yeah. I can pack it up. E3 ended already, and yet here I am. <laughs> I gotta turn the lights off when I leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, um... It's been a rough... <laughs> Ooh. But you know what it also is? Hmm. Hold on. It's the 100 Days of Baja, baby. Nice. I haven't had a, like, a non-zero sugar Baja blast in a while, and that really fucking hit me immediately mm. in the first sip. <laughs> you can really tell that it's supposed to be lime-flavored in the can. Yeah, yeah. You don't really notice that in the, in the fountain drink version. God, Baja blast good. Mm-hmm. Baja Flash is okay if you like coconut. Baja Punch is okay if you like gummy worms. It's do... my my final verdict. <laughs> I do really like gummy worm. Is the thing? I think I, I think I might say something controversial. I don't know if it is actually controversial, but I think I like gummy worm better than gummy bear. I think that's. I think most people like it. Yeah. Although I think gummy bear has like. I got slightly better mouthfeel because it's just nice to just like shove a bunch of like little things in your mouth and just like chew mm-hmm, versus mm-hmm. I like I like ripping and tearing into a gummy worm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're both they're both good sensations. I love gummy candies. Mm-hmm. I will say, and this is a disappointing thing. So there's the one hundred days of Baja promotion, mm-hmm. which is why Baja Blast is back in stores. Right. Uh, and if you buy like the twenty ounce bottles, all of those come with a little code under the cap for you to enter on the website to get the Mm -hmm. chance to win a prize instantly or get a drawing or get an entry into the drawing for the grand prize, which is like a lot of money. Yeah. Um, But the box of cans, like the can boxes, the 12 pack boxes, I don't think have any of the codes because there's none of that marked on the Baja Blast box. There's none marked on these cans. It just says a Taco Bell original in the corner. Mm. So I've only gotten two codes for the for the two twenty ounce drinks that I got of the other flavors. Yeah, yeah. Which means I may or I may not actually end up having a decent shot at all of winning one of those bucket hats that say Mountain Dew Baja Blast on them. God, that would be so good. Is the thing I just I want anything from that from that sweepstakes that just has the Baja Blast branding. Mm-hmm, for sure. It's just, it's so aesthetic. Um, anyways, that's it for me talking about Baja Blast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do have a little bit of housekeeping I need to do here. Um, because, you know, I had my media pass. I did interviews and stuff. Yeah. And I haven't gotten a chance to talk about this last one that I did. Okay. Which I did on Monday night after the, uh, the Capcom Indies recording. I mentioned mm-hmm. it slightly... On the Nintendo thing that just went out. But I haven't actually talked about the stuff that happened in the, the interview. Because it hasn't been super relevant. But uh, I talked to one of the people at the publisher. Or 
I guess, the publisher. I don't know. And, like, the main dev of Extra Galactica, uh, mm. which showed up in the Indie Showcase. It's, like, a shmup platformer thing. It's currently in Early Access on Steam. Oh, nice. Um, and, like, on Early Access, you can just play, like, the endless shmup mode. Mm. Um, but it's, uh, I got, uh, I don't know where to even start on this page full of notes. It's, like I said, it's a shmup, it's a platformer, you swap between the two phases, and during the platformer you're swapping in between the football player, uh, and their cat. Like, their cat mascot thing. Okay. It's like an alien or something, I don't know. It's like, it's regular cat-sized, from what I can Mm -hmm. tell. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember which one's switch, I think Flurp is the football player and Nova's the cat. Okay. Those are the character names. Um... Platformer stuff, you're, like, going around and you're trying to, like, heal with the side effects of, like, if enemies got past you during the shmup segment or something. Or at least that's, like, the plan for the for the campaign stuff. Um, mm. They are planning uh, a multiplayer mode. Uh, and I talked about this. Um, they are planning... The way they described it made me think of, like, the competitive mode of a puzzle game. Like, where you're sending trash to your opponent's board. Yeah... It's like that, but with a shmup. Oh, uh, so I guess it's like it's like if you did like the competitive head head to head puzzle mode, but with like the Mario ninety nine or no, it is very much like okay. Here's two people. Uh, there oh, it's split screen. Okay, okay. It's, it's like it's like what if you were playing like Tetris multiplayer rules applied to like Galaga. God. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Um. Yeah, that's very interesting and. I'm super uh, impressed. Uh, I I, I want to see that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and also because like this is kind of like a like a shmup that's not quite bullet hell, but like in that sort of vein. Um, they were like, so right now the challenge of like infinite mode, which is currently out, is like the hardest it'll get. I think that's what he, they were saying because mm. like the campaign mode will actually be you know designed to be easier, so you can like actually play it uh, mm. if you're not super into the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, uh, the developer Matt was like, "Listen, the yeah, the rest of the current game's hard, and like no one's getting anywhere near me in score wise. So this is an open challenge <laughs> to anyone to try to beat my scores, please. <laughs> I'm so lonely up here." <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's kind of it. That reminds me of the situation with like uh, Pedal Crash, where like Ashley was like extremely good at Pedal Crash, and then like as more people started to play it, like people started overtaking her, and like now I I think uh, she's like what like top seven in the world at at Pedal Crash, and she's like very excited about that too. Though is the thing. Um, so the reason I actually wanted to talk to the people at, uh, on Extra Galactica is because they said in their like, little blurb about it on their on their booth that it started as a single arcade cabinet on the East Coast. Mm. And so I, I wanted to hear that story. Uh, and apparently when uh, when Matt had built the arcade cabinet, he built it too big. Mm. It ended up being too big. He couldn't get it out the door. <laughs> Dang. Because uh, it was a two-player cabinet with, like, the 32-inch screen and all this other stuff. Um, stuff like that. Um, but, like, he sold it to somebody. They're in the process of trying to get it back. Um, but for this version of the game, they had to... S- it's incredibly different uh, from what is on the arcade cabinet because they had to start from, like, 
just like a really old backup file from like several versions of Unity ago. So like basically nothing worked. They had to yeah. like completely redo everything. Oh wow. It's a version of whole shmup, but still like full screen, so it's sort of like uh you know you don't have as much like up and down movement as you do left and right. Mm-hmm. Um so there's other they have mechanic stuff like the the retro dash, which is a slow mo mechanic they have. Mm. Um which like you know slows everything down except for you. And they also have these black holes that appear on screen that uh, you can go into them, and when you come out of them, it does like a little bit of an AOE damage, oh. which you can use to like safely teleport around. Mm. There's this um, item that you have called a barrel way, which will like get rid of bullets that are on the screen. Mm. Um. Now, now I want to talk about the extra fun stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. I. <laughs> I asked them, all right, so, like, Extra Galactica, did you just pick that name because it sounded like an arcade game, or what was the deal with that? Uh, and Matt was te- Matt told me uh, that he was originally making this other game about a time-traveling restaurant. Mm, okay. Uh, and just, like, on the side, in the back of that restaurant, there's just going to be, like, the small minigame you could play called Extra Galactica. Like, eggs. And uh, it was breakfast-themed. Yeah, yeah. Um... And then someone came and, like, played that part of it, and they were like, hey, this is good. You could, like, make this a whole thing. <laughs> uh, and so he, so he did, and he got rid of the egg part and just made it extra Galactica. <laughs> uh, and uh, I asked, like, hey, is there any chance that you might put the extra Galactica stuff back in? Mm. <laughs> make it breakfast-themed. Um, and apparently there are, like, uh, visual like things that you can equip and unlock in like the different modes mm-hmm. so they were like i mean i guess theoretically we could do one of those no to think about it oh <laughs> it's always funny when like the game like when there's like a game within a game and the like the nestled game is like maybe even better than like the original one like when i spent like 30 45 minutes playing that uh whatever game it was in uh Final Fantasy 15? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like pinball, but because it's FF, like they have to like throw in RPG mechanics to it. Mm-hmm. God. Uh uh they had like this mechanic where when you do like skillful things, you would get skill points, and that's gonna be an upgrade currency later. Mm, okay. So like um, really good close call like teleport dodges and stuff like that. I guess so. I, I didn't really ask for too much detail on that part. Mm-hmm. I um, I asked Charlie because I had talked to Charlie just before I did this interview, and I was like, "Hey, Charlie, do you have a question I should ask?" Mm-hmm. Um, and Charlie, being put on the spot, didn't have an answer other than just saying, "Football good," because uh, in the trailer they they mentioned it's like, "Oh yeah, the main character plays football or whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, and turns out neither of them are into football, <laughs> uh, except for um. Oh god, I'm gonna feel bad for forgetting his name. Hold on, I can just pull up my email. His name's there. Dante. Mm. Um Dante, I believe, was the one that said uh that uh he has to root for I think he said the Browns. Mm. Just otherwise otherwise people would be mad at him. Right, right. So because Cleveland stuff, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um but they, they were like, well, we made it a football player because it's, like, something so alien to us that it's like, okay, this gives us, like, it's it's more interesting that way. If they, uh, I believe Matt even went on record and said, it was like, 
if I want to tell a story about someone like me, I'll write a book. Uh huh. I feel that. And I asked them what their favorite mechanic was, and they both said the black hole teleporting stuff. Nice. But this was like a really fun interview because they were both just like really passionate people that like clearly liked the thing that they were working on, mm. which is always just a fun time to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Even though like, and I think, I think for me, like, even though that's not like you know a genre I typically go for, like the fact that like you had such a good time talking to them like makes me that much more interested in their project. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's on Steam now. Like I said, early access. Mm. Um, I can get you a price here for the folks at home. Just a second as I'm booting up Steam. Fifteen dollars. Mm. Pretty good price. Yeah. Okay, that's it for that part. That, mm. that was my the thing that I needed to do for housekeeping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to say on recording about the Nintendo thing? Because you weren't on that uh, podcast, but you did watch it with us. Oh, um, I want the Shin Megami Tensei five characters gender. Um, it's a good gender. The whole thing just smacks of it. it and, and the thing, I think some people find this like a negative thing, but for me, I find it very comforting. It's because it's SMT and not Persona. They're not going to talk about it. It's just going to be a thing. And I'm fine with that. And I actually prefer that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Persona would make it into like, oh, I, I feel like by maybe discussing it more in the text that that would almost like ruin not ruin it but like i think i like the 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 potential to just like either project onto them or like just kind of like make up headcanon to myself and like not have the dev say anything and that's great sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> um i really liked that like i and like i don't know like i'm a big like I, I'm a big, I want to like this franchise fan of SMT, and like I really want to play Nocturne, and I have four on my 3DS, um, but I feel like five is going to be interesting because like I think it's got like good, I think it's probably has some like nice quality of life stuff, but like is still going to be like a challenging role playing game experience, which is kind of fun. Um, what was the other thing that I was like really impressed by? That isn't that wasn't like a huge huge thing. Shit. Uh, if you can say anything about it, I might be able to help. Well, like Breath of the Wild two, like I oh, it was it was Met- the Metroid. Metroid was the other thing. That That's was, a pretty big thing. Yeah, that was my other big thing. Was like I, I, I feel like everybody was just expecting more like Prime Four stuff like anything from prime four and they were like no metroid five here you go and then they showed like a lot of it on on the treehouse too and like i don't know um i have i have a very 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 soft spot for metroid fusion because that was my first metroid mm-hmm. um and so seeing them do a game that is more or less fusion sequel is very pleasing to me mm-hmm. and and like the the stuff with the robots looked really cool. I I I kind of actually really want to go back to Samus Returns now. Like I had no real interest in playing Samus Returns before seeing the Dread trailer, but it looks like they're taking a lot of the design lessons they learned from Samus Returns, and I feel like they're leaving stuff behind that didn't work about that game, but also bringing some stuff forward with them. And I think that's like a really good approach um, to like this new title that's going to be on the Switch um yeah, yeah there was... I, I think it's like a, a thing of like they gave mercury steam uh like the reins to do this uh metroid return or samus returns mm-hmm. uh 
port and they did they did a really good job so they were like hey do you want to do you want to do the next metroid and so they did the next metroid so yeah. they, they're definitely keeping a lot of that uh a lot mm-hmm. of that vibe yeah but also like you know being on like a home console versus on the 3ds like i feel like like ugh, samus's suit is so fucking good looking and like the, I, I it's lo- like very clearly uh, like a sequel to the Metroid, uh, the Metroid Fusion series. Yeah, and it's just like uh, I don't know. It's just like uh, these really I don't know. Like the more I think about Dread, the the more I think about Dread, the happier I get. <laughs> it's a very. I, it definitely uh, is. It definitely got me interested in playing uh, Metroid Fusion, mm-hmm. like giving it a, a full shot, and now I'm like on Sector Six. Yeah, which is like I, I just got the various suit. Mm, yeah, it's, it's fusions not that long of a game. Honestly, though, the hardest part about the game is if you want to one hundred percent all of the upgrades and also some of the boss fights, you will just get stuck on. That's just kind of how that game's wired. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just like Samus looks great. I, I just I want them. I think my main thing is like, yeah, I want them to kind of chat a little bit about how like Samus has been forever changed with her experience with like the x viruses and met the being like infused with like all sorts of like weird alien dna at this point but like also they've got all this stuff that they have to deal with like the fucked up spooky monster uh, the monster robots and stuff like that so i don't know i feel like it's gonna be a good time mm-hmm. um but those are kind of my big thing like i didn't really play breath of the or i have not played breath of the wild one period so, but I've, I've like followed the speak community for it. And like, I have a couple of streamers that I really like that, that play it. So I think like, that's kind of where my excitement is for like Breath of the Wild too, is it's less of like, as somebody who's a fan of the game who wants to play the sequel and more of like, I'm excited to see, you know, people pl- watch other people play the game, hear their thoughts on it, and then like, see where it goes as a speed game. Cause like, Link with his like, cool new, you know, iPad arm doing all the stuff that he had on his tablet is like a kind of a fun, like departure from the first game. Oh, also, yeah, then like they're doing a new WarioWare. That's fun. Good for Wario. Yeah, that seems like it'd be a fun game to play with people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at first, when he was talking, my brain was like. Mario Land 5? Is it finally happening? No. WarioWare, which is fine, but gosh. Wario Land 4 for the GBA is such a good game. I this almost... would be... What if this year secretly turned out about to be the year of GBA games? Because, you know, what with that and, like, the Advance Wars uh, reboot? <laughs> right! <laughs> the only other title that they, um... That they're list- they're missing out as far as games that I played for the GBA is a Golden Sun project. I have bad news for you, Crash. I know we're going to get another Golden Sun anything. And you know what? I think I'm at peace with that because, like, I I I have heard other people who have tried to go back to Golden Sun and who said that it doesn't hold up. And I have tried to replay it within the last five to ten years and I couldn't get back into it. But it does hold like a very special place in my heart. Like there is. A part of my brain chemistry that, like, anytime I hear anything from Evanescence's first album, I can remember exactly what I was doing in Golden Sun 2, playing, like, hundreds of hours of that game. 
<laughs> and like vice versa, if I ever see footage of Golden Sun 2, it like vividly Evanescence will play in my head. <laughs> I don't know what my Golden Sun is. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of like what's a game like that that's like from that era that I know will never get like another time, but like does need to be like revisited because like the jokey funny answer is Gex because you know like how I am with Gex, but mm-hmm. also like I know Gex isn't a very good game. I just yeah. played it a lot as a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, my other GBA game like that is probably not going to get any attention. Is is uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance? But like. We've we've already covered that on RGG proper, so I'm not going to go into that too too much. But mm-hmm. God, I that would I think that would hit me like a truck if 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 they announced like an HD collection for like Tactics Advance One and Two, because like at least with um War of the or without with at least with Final Fantasy Tactics proper for the PS One, like they did a port of that to the PSP, and that was also playable on the ps home and the vita so like at least like that had like multiple outlets to be Mm -hmm. played and experienced but like the tactics advanced games have not left their home console like i think they were on wii u virtual console but that's it and you know i'm curious and i'm trying to think like okay what are some gba games that i played that weren't just uh gen 3 pokemon or sonic advance 2 didn't you also have um the skateboarding game or not skateboarding the roller skating graffiti game i did not play jet set radio on the gba okay okay i played jet set radio for the first time on my computer with with the uh the dreamcast port Mm, gotcha this thing is like i had a gba i was bad at video games then so i didn't have like a lot of like memories that make me go want to go back to any of those mm. yeah i think the um the gba in particular for me hit me and my life at a very specific point in time because like before that like i liked video games but that was like the thing that my brother did and if he wasn't using the tv to play video games and like then i could have a shot at it and like when we had like game boys like i had a game boy pocket and he had a game boy pocket but like the only game that I had for the Game Boy that it was really just, like, mine was, like, Pokemon Red. But even then, like, I was still too young to, like, extremely get into Red. It was, like, gold, Pokemon Gold and then the GBA era that were, like, I think very, like, early formative. But I was old enough to, like, actually get what was going on games for me. Mm-hmm. Because even then, like, all of the home console stuff that was, like primarily played by my brother i think the only games that like i really really got into as as far as like home console games that we all played was like final fantasy 10 10 2 and kingdom hearts 1 yeah yeah i played like a lot of racing games at home because those games tend to have multiplayer modes and i had siblings yeah um so it was either that or we play like a baseball game for the gamecube or something Mm mm-hmm god now i'm thinking about the time that like i had unlocked the hidden ending for kingdom hearts one and i was like dad dad watch this with me it's like really cool and like of course he's like not gonna say no to me so we like watched it again he's like yeah the graphics are great i have no idea what's going on but this looks cool good job (laughs) 
<laughs> just like now just thinking about like all of the like the weird bullshit that kingdom hearts has gone into that... oh, God, that's right a lot of the gba games i played were actually ports of games from the snes or the nes yeah i played a lot of nes classic like mario and excite bike because my mom was really into mario because uh-huh. she played mario as a kid and then like i played a lot of like donkey kong country and super mario world Mm. and digimon racing but that was also a game that i wasn't good at mm. wait, wait, wait. yeah like i love the gba as a console but like actually thinking back on it i don't have like super fond memories of a lot of those games from like like it from a nostalgia point of view yeah oh also very quick side note uh-huh uh because your partner charlie just retweeted this they're making a Final Fantasy IX animated series. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. French animation house Cyber Group Studios has signed an agreement with Square Enix to bring Final Fantasy IX to screen. Fucking wild. Breaking news, I guess. <laughs> now I'm just like, what is what? It, what have they done previously? Like, what are they known for? Hold on, I can figure that out. Let me do some. Did they do? This is some group studios. This is some very French ass sounding names. Okay, I'm going to scroll down to the bottom of this page and start working my way up. Okay, I'm just going to start seeing everything that's on here in their productions list. We've got Foreign Body. We've got The All For Nots. We've got Prom Queen. Some girls would kill for it. We've got blondes. We've got Raju and the rickshaw. Or sorry, Raju the rickshaw is like mm. a like a JJ the jet plane kind of thing. Yeah. Patch pillows. Ozzy Boo learn to live together. Ozzy Boo save the planet. Ozzy Boo learn to live together. A second thing. Those I've like heard. I've seen that name before in that font. Ah. Uh-huh. Um. Guess what? Timothy and Annabelle. Crime time. Grenadine and Peppermint. The Bellflower Bunnies. It's a lot of, like, children's animations. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've seen, too. Manon, Cloudbread, Nina Patalo, Anamalia, G-Fighters! Which looks like a, like a superhero show of some kind. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Tales of, Tales of Tatanka, Adam's Bakery, which is like a lizard in, like, a chef's apron. Mmm. Pom Pom and Friends. Belupo. Mademoiselle Zazie. Mia. The Long Long Holiday. Which does look cute. Ah, uh, yeah. Marette Investigates. Iqbal, Tale of a Fearless Child. Leo the Wildlife Ranger. Zoro the Chronicles. Hmm. Mini Ninjas. Which I know had video games. Yeah. The Pirates Next Door. Zack Jinx. Nefertine on the Nile. I keep waiting for one of these to be something I know. But nothing's happened yet. Yeah, yeah. The thing that's getting me is like... I, I was expecting the the studio that did the Black Hat and Amazing Ladybug or whatever show. Mm-hmm. And because I know they're a French animation studio, but I'm like, I'm not seeing 
a marvelous ladybug on here. No. Zoo, Purple Turtle, Ernest and Rebecca, Tom Sawyer, Gigantosaurus, Taffy, Bananimals, Sadie Sparks, 50-50 Heroes, have Droners, which looks... That looks like something. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, Wakfu's style. That's what I was going to compare it to, but I wasn't sure if I was talking out my ass or not. No, no, I see it, too. Orange Moo Cow is the last thing on their list. Mm-hmm. This is their catalog from 2019 to 2020. Or at least is what it says. Yeah. On the page. It's, yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's out of... I'm... I mean, their 2D animation stuff looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that in, like... Um, not not that not to say that like a studio that primarily does kid shows can't do like more serious stuff, but I think that's like an interesting like call like a studio that's like predominantly known for their the children's media to handle. I don't, Nine's got some weird stuff in it. Like I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna like, ask if Nine was like a more like child focused one because like the designs of Nine feel very like cartoonified, exaggerated storybook. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, yeah, they're, they're trying to, like, harken back. Like, Nine's thing is, like, it, they're trying to harken back to, like, older Final Fantasy. So you're going to see a lot of, like, reference to references to, like, the 2D era of Final Fantasy. But at the same time, it's a Final Fan- a later Final Fantasy title. So it's got, like, some weird dark stuff. You've got some, like, you know, uncomfortable, like, abusive parent- parental-like stuff in there. Like... Mm-hmm. Nine's got yeah, like nine. It's got like identity like crises, and like the the final boss is like a weird, almost come out of left field kind of deal. <laughs> like, I don't know. Nine, nine's a. I I, I see. I, like I'm sure you could adapt nine into being like a you know ages like nine to twelve kind of show, but like I don't know. It, I, I'm very curious to see how this. Like, I, apparently, like, it's it's still, like, a, a ways off. But, like, I don't... I, I think if you if you had to... Like, if I had to pick, like, an, uh, an older Final Fantasy to get an animated series, like, I feel like 9 would be probably the one that I would go for. Because, like, there are just, like, a lot of cartoonish, fun characters in that game. I would... I think... Uh, a point of moder- modernization that I would like to see is um, one of the main characters you get on your cat in the cast, Quina. the The game uses he slash she pronouns for them the whole game. Like literally in the text box, it'll refer to Quina as like he slash she. And I'm curious to see if they're going to like modernize that in the script and just use they instead or if like they're gonna like just call quinna by name the whole time instead of using a pronoun mm-hmm. but i don't think they did that in the um uh, in the switch or the ps4 kind of like enhanced port that they did but it's also like not voice acted so they're probably just gonna keep the script the same right? yeah yeah exactly because you can just you know take the file that you already have and just like use that to like you know generate the new game script. so it's not like it's a remaster you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah they're uh, not making so i did like... get a message from charlie about this okay good 
It was just, Cassidy, I need this Final Fantasy IX series to be good. I need. <laughs> same, Charlie, same. What is another video game? Just like either franchise or like a specific title that you think should get an animated series. I Okay, I'm not saying this because I think I would watch it. I'm saying this because I think it might be successful. Mm. Um, I think you could do a fun like Fire Emblem something. Hmm. Yeah, especially for like um like if they did like Thracia seven seventy six, that like they're very clearly like dragging their feet about porting to the West. So like just don't port it and just make an animated series about it. Yeah, or like the one that was already on the Game Boy Advance, like a, a GBA or a, an anime version was like, Oh yeah, here's like Lynn and um the guys whose name I don't remember, who's Lynn, not Roy, but who looks literally just like Roy. Lynn Ellawood and Hector. Elwood. Those there are your three lords from Burning Burning Blade. Um, yeah, you don't have to tell it like uh, consecutively. You could do like a Game of Thrones thing where you're like cutting in between the stories. Yeah, yeah, and like there is a lot of overlap between their stories too. But like the game clearly starts with like Lynn's mode, and that's kind of meant to be like your um like uh like prologue slash tutorial what they could do which could be fun is like they could do the game that has roy in it because elwood is roy's father i think i'm pretty sure that's their connection and why they that would explain why they look so the same um and we never got the sequel to that game which was only on japanese gbas yeah, so something like that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like, you know, if it is like a long form animated show, you could just do like, um, uh, you know, just bring that game in too. Okay, uh, we need to get back to some E3 news real quick. Okay, um, okay. I'm just going to ask you a question. Like, okay, what's, of the things you saw at E3, uh, or that you've listened to me talk about, I don't know how much of the E3 stuff you've listened to. Uh, what is like, what's something you like that you're excited for? We've already talked about some of the Nintendo stuff, but... Probably, like, if I had to pick, like, a title would be Metroid Dread. If you had to pick, like, two or three more titles. Um, yeah, Dread, SMT5, um... Did you watch the Redfall trailer? No, because oh, no, you said you were no. going to go back and watch the Xbox. I yeah, I did, and then that night I ended up falling asleep early. Ah, <laughs> uh. uh, yeah, pretty much. I have only uh, watched the Square and the Nintendo presentations. I think I think you'd like the uh, mm-hmm. the Redfall trailer at the very least. Yeah, I think I think for me it's like those two Nintendo titles, and then uh, I'm I'm. Out of the Square announcements, I'm very excited for the Pixel remakes that they're doing. I I'm, I think I'm probably going to pick up three first, just because like that will be a brand new game from the bottom, like from the, the top to the bottom. So I'm curious to see how that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we had um, because we had mentioned the Pixel remasters on that uh thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we uh. Since then, we have seen, like, okay, here's, like, an example of, like, they actually are changing the sprites. Yeah. 
Yeah, some people don't like that they're not literally doing one for one of like the Super Nintendo sprites for Final Fantasy VI. But I actually like like because like I do think it looks better. Yeah, the the one that I I'm keep I keep seeing is like Locke, the one of the main guys from Six, and like he's got arms that look much easier to articulate and animate. He actually has a neck. The color palette's I think a little bit more in keeping with some of the art that they've done of him since the game. So like, mm-hmm. you know, he, the color palettes they tend to use for him in like crossover games or the gotchas and stuff like that. Like I 100% get why they are they are changing the the base sprites cuz like but at the same time like I think it's still being very respectful to their original looks versus the like HD picture model rpg maker whatever stuff that they were doing with the the steam and mobile ports yeah and i just i think it it makes me think of more of like the dawn of soul stuff mm-hmm. and i think that stuff is like some of the best looking final fantasy I fully agreed i think the only thing that i would say would look better have you ever seen the psp final fantasy one sprites yes oh see i really like that but Dawn i of Sol- just assumed they looked the same no because uh, I've, I've played both and but i only played a little bit of the psp one yeah uh, the psp the is I just like slightly more enhanced like it's like just like the touch bit smoothed in like the sprite work and it like kind of reminds me of the um the ds filters you're using for the um for oh, okay. Pokemon, yeah, that definitely people don't like that. <laughs> well, see, it's it's not quite as harsh as like the one you're using on the DS emulator, but it's like it, I don't know. It, to me, it looks very good, but yeah, I, I can see like why that might not be the most popular thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Donna Souls is probably the in, until the Pixel remakes come out, the definitive version of Final Fantasy One for me. I will never go back and play the NES version. Unless, like, I'm getting paid to or I'm going to, like, you know, stream it and actually have people watch me. <laughs> like, there's just there's so much busted and not functioning about Final Fantasy 1 NES. That's like, it works in the GBA version. The pixel art's good. You know, they like the, the dungeons are like considerably longer in the original version and they cut down on like a lot of the dungeons and they just feel like, I don't know, it's so much more manageable but yeah and unfortunately i really haven't um had time to like catch up on e3 stuff so a lot of my opinions are just going to be you know this the square stuff that i saw in the nintendo direct yeah um i guess i'll go over my stuff then um mm-hmm. i'm really excited for forza horizon 5 for some reason yeah i i just think it looks really good and i like racing games like that yeah yeah um, is that one coming out for like pc or is it going to be xbox yeah, it's, only? it's it's pc xbox game pass day one. Oh, that's nice that's uh and it takes place in mexico ah okay okay um and just like i i think you need to go watch the footage for that because they're like they're talking about like oh yeah so you know like every time they show off a racing they we talk about how like they got the realism right or whatever mm. Uh, there there were times during this press conference where I was like, like, I know you're not showing me just like footage of you taking footage in Mexico, but I'm going to believe you are until the fucking car with the UI over it comes flying through the sc- like through the scene. Right. 
Um, they, it's like very, very pretty looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think the Horizon games are fun, like goofy nonsense. Yeah. Um, I talked about how Metroid is getting me to play Metroid Fusion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that'll be, you know, I'm trying to see if I like that. Hmm. So that's been pretty good. Yeah. I indie game wise, I've talked about to the rescue, the, mm. the game about the uh, right running the dog shelter. So that that's gonna be pretty good, I think. Uh-huh. It's gonna be one of those games that um that like you could just spend a, a good bit of time with, like a uh, like a Stardew Valley or something. Hmm. I'm currently um, looking to uh, try out maybe the first Danganronpa, see if I like it. Mm. It's one of those things where I keep thinking, like, every every time I see Danganronpa, like, anything, my brain, like, just gets, like, a little bit more worn down of, like, am I interested in this? Yeah. Uh, and then I, I listened to, like, the title theme music, and I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, yeah, Danganronpa has like it's a little notorious but i feel like it was as popular as it was because the games were fun to play Mm -hmm. and like even if like the narrative like has a couple of misses in the later ones like i think they're still good games ultimately like fun to play like enjoyable experiences I don't know, like, I feel bad because, like, I feel like the core of Danganronpa is, like, its appeal with, like, the the more, like, narrative stuff. But, like, I I genuinely liked all the enhanced, like, add-on stuff that they're going to be doing for the Switch ports. Or, not even ports, like, the remaster. Because I, I was hearing that, like, they're adding new CGs for the um the older um Danganronpa for the Switch. Oh. Yeah, so, like... Stuff that, like, maybe didn't have animated sequences before are going to, or something. I don't know. I, I didn't investigate it, like, very closely. Just, like, people were talking about how, like, there's going to be new footage. So, like, if you've played the games before, like, it still might be fun to play the port, too. Hmm. Yeah, because I know uh, they're, like, doing a, uh, like, a, a standalone version of a minigame from one of them. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that, that like, it has, like, a old-school Dragon Quest feel, like, RPG, too? <laughs> I don't know, it's got a, got a lot of, like, cool stuff going on in the, the new Danganronpa, like, honestly. Yeah. Honestly. So, I, I am, like, I'm cautiously, like, maybe I'll try that out and see if I like it. Mm-hmm. I'll see where I am. Yeah. Um I guess the last thing I want to talk about is uh is not E three related. Okay. And I've already talked to you about it. Mm-hmm. But during E three times, or like the beginning of the month more more or less, uh Fortnite Fortnite new season happened. Mm-hmm. Um I, I've been playing a bit of it. They they've changed up a lot of stuff. Um this is like this. The theme of this season is aliens are invading Fortnite Island, uh, and they've got to you know they've got to protect Fortnite Island. Yeah, with the help of their friends Superman and Rick of Rick and Morty. <laughs> Superman coming in like two months uh, mm-hmm. to, to being part of like the battle pass or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I, I've liked some of the stuff I saw on the battle pass. They've changed up how the battle pass works. Yeah. Um, previously it's every time you leveled up, you'd get the thing that's tied to that level. And now it's when you level up, you're given five battle pass stars. Um, mm-hmm. and those are a currency that you can use to just choose whatever you want from the battle pass. Like as you're going through it, but there are some still limits of like, you can only go through like, you have to unlock more pages by either hitting higher levels or buying things off of the pages that you have. Mm. Um, but like I am on, like I just got to like level 11 or something and I'm on the second page, which I wouldn't have normally been able to get to until level 10. Mm. And now I'm like two unlocks away from getting the skin that I wanted. Um, it, it's been nice. It's been chill. Uh, they put mm. ska in it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good ska. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think of... I definitely had more stuff to say about the, the season than I do right now, but I just cannot um, think of it. Oh, you're telling me they added... What What was the new the new gun? Because, like, the last one, the primal one was, like, we're adding bows, and bows had, like, a whole fun gimmick. What was the new gun for this one? Okay, so there are two new guns. There okay. are pulse rifles, which are just, like, energy rifles. Yeah. Um, they still use like, um, they still have bullets. It's not like a, a Star Wars thing where it, it, it no bullets, but it overheats or whatever. Right. Um, it's like slightly so slower firing than an assault rifle, but it mm-hmm. otherwise is mostly like an assault rifle. Right. Uh, but also they added rail guns, um, mm. which are like a better version of the Spartan laser from Halo. Cause right. I never liked the Spartan laser, the rail gun I figured out how to use. Because, like, the Spartan mm. laser, you had to hold it the entire time it was charging. Right. Um, this is, once you press the button, it starts charging, it's gonna fire. So you have, during that time of it charging, to, like, keep continue lining up your shot. Mm. So, like, if people start moving after you've hit the button, you can still trace them. Yeah. Um, I used it. I have now uh, successfully knocked two UFOs out of the sky, killing the people fi- piloting them. Mm. Uh, it's been a chill time. Yeah. Um, oh, I mentioned the the Rick of Morty uh, stuff. I I don't like the character, but I do like what they've done, like design wise, and implementing this two D character into three D and like the shader they used. Yeah, I, yeah. I really want to see what it looks like on a different character. Mm. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll get another another character eventually soon. Yeah, yeah. I um I was thinking the same thing too. That like. I'm not the biggest Rick and Morty fan. I'm not a fan of it, I even could say. But, like, if if this was, like, a trial run for, like, this, like, cartoon filter that they can use, like, please, by all means. Like, it looks good. Keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that's all I have to say about Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to seeing what continues happening with, um, with the season. Yeah. I'm um I'm excited to hear like more thoughts on it cuz like it's it's not a game that like I'm super duper into like playing myself but I do like following like what Fortnite is doing cuz I think it's an interesting like a uh, production I guess at this point like the the stuff that they got having the stuff that they have going on is like very interesting to me. Yeah. Um I here's looking at here's hoping it gets it keeps being all right mm. and that it's not just more rick and morty <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> now I'm thinking of like uh, adult American adult cartoons, and the the idea that they would put Family Guy into Fortnite is so just... Family Guy Fortnite real is like a, an ongoing joke, just like Family Guy uh, Family Guy Smash Brothers real. Yeah, so it's like it's the it's like the first like thing people sort of gesture at, you know? Ah, uh, I just the 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 idea of like Peter Griffin in Fortnite, but his hitbox matches the character model, so he's just easier to kill. So, like, there is, like, <laughs> I don't know whether or not there is actually a substantial difference between the hitboxes of some of the characters, but, like, there actually is quite a bit of variety in some of the designs. Yeah. Uh, like, like, you'll have a character that's, you know, like, the the tiny, uh, skinny, in this case, alien believer goth girl, mm. and then you have somebody like, uh, meow schools yeah yeah you know or like the uh the living uh slurp monster mm. guy so like I, um, I i don't know what the deal with the hitbox is or not like i feel like it's probably just like a standardized hitbox underneath and that no one just gives a shit yeah um, yeah yeah but all i know is there's that one skin that literally has like the the targets on it that like um I think it. I think the desk called it a pay to lose skin. <laughs> I have not heard of this, but it sounds pretty good. I think they were talking about all the chess cord because it's yeah, like it literally has the like the bands for like like a like the targets you you shoot at when you go to a shooting range, mm-hmm. and it shows you like where, um, like the 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 sweet spots for like the headshot and chest shot in Fortnite, huh? Oh, I never sent you this image of this of a skin that I saw. It was in the uh, the the game trailer like cinematic thing. It was mm. also on the store recently, and I did not buy it because I didn't have the V Bucks. But I do very much want this Mothman. Ooh, Mothman! Um, oh, it just, right now, wee. it doesn't have the uh, the back that it's supposed to have equipped. It comes with a like a moth wings backpack oh. that are like folded up and pointing downwards. Uh huh. They're very cute. Mm. that's fortnite um that's video games i think if unless there's some other more video games you wanted to talk about but you said you were pretty video games out at the moment i just have yeah i haven't had the time pretty much i've been coming home soaking my feet in the bath because they hurt and then just like just chatting with people or like you know checking in on folks because i just didn't have time to during the day and then passing out <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, alright in that case I think it's a wrap on the show we've gone um, probably a little longer than we needed to <laughs> oh, I might be able to cut some stuff who knows yeah. um, plugs you can find this show uh, depending on which one you're listening to either at rnggcast or at digital cryptids on twitter um Send some emails of things that you liked from E3, or your favorite GBA games, or what you think they should do anime-wise out of a video game. Mm-hmm. You can send those to rnggpodcast at gmail.com. Crash. I am on Twitter at CrashingWeez14. You can find me there not boasting. <laughs> I really haven't been active on it. I just haven't had time. But that is where I can be found on the internet. Um, if you want to contact me, I guess. 
Cassidy, where are you? Where can you be found online? You can find me online at twitter.com using the username Madlobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. But you can find my still incredibly out-of-date website at madlobotanist.neocities.org. That's the same as my Twitter handle.neocities.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time for pride plugs. I didn't think of anything beforehand. Um, so I'm going to do a double feature of twitch.tv slash video chess. Mm-hmm. Um, video chess is a Twitch streamer who does very wild and funny things sometimes and otherwise Mm -hmm. just like plays video games interestingly yeah sometimes she'll be like oh yeah we're playing mario 64 with two dj hero controllers that's just our life now and sometimes it's just like we're gonna just play some sea of thieves yeah like her her brand is very like it's either bullshit or good vibes but -hmm. also bullshit with good vibes yeah like in, like playing through all of Star Fox Adventures and not being a fan of it the whole time. <laughs> or or all the teardown stuff that she's like, no, I know there's a better way to do it, but I want to do physics crimes, and that's how I'm solving this problem. Yeah, and you'll figure out why I keep saying that Link in the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer has a funny red arm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other Twitch stream that I will plug is twitch.tv slash digilily. That's his Digi, like Digimon, L-I-L-I. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, she and her co-host Evan uh, have been playing through, like, all of the Sonic the Hedgehog series this year because of the Sonic 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and ho- theoretically, I'll get this out tomorrow. Theoretically. Um, and in which case, if I do, then tomorrow of when you're listening to this, maybe, the 23rd, Wednesday, the day of Sonic the Hedgehog's birth... <laughs> Whoa! Um, th- uh, she's planning on streaming the uh, dark story of Sonic Adventure Two, and then possibly also the last story. Maybe not. They might get held off until uh, until Friday, which is when they mm-hmm. normally stream. Yeah. Um. But yes, they are streaming Sonic Adventure Two on Sonic Adventure Two's release date, which I believe is also Sonic the Hedgehog's original release date, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um. Happy 20th birthday, Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, happy 20th birthday, Shadow. Um, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> My birthday's on Friday. <laughs> I guess also that. Yeah! It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, that's it for the show. Yeah. So, until next time when we might actually do a regular real RNGG, who knows... Good luck. Have fun. Sayonara, Shadow the Hedgehog. (laughs) 